0: The NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia, from boost to same game parlays to live in game odds. WinBet is what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, get $100 at slash winbet. That's sports gambling, po- co- ooh, sports gambling Podcast. Wow, I can't talk today. I'm so excited for the All Star game sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T state restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. Start your engines with Rod and Cody and get ready to gamble on the Daytona 500 this Sunday. Yes, sir. We are back with another edition of the NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Know me, know the voice, know the guy. It's me, really, real Villain, Rel. It's firm Furman Jr. at your service for an All-Star Weekend breakdown. Got my guy, Scott Studio, right? Shell. Scott, what's going on?
1: And hey, Nothing much. Looking forward to going through the All-Star Weekend. I know that the dunk contest has kind of been a dud lately, and that used to be the headliner event. The three-point contest, though, usually delivers, and you know you have a couple of events before that should be fun. I know yesterday's action was a bit anticlimactic, uh, besides the fact that Giannis got hurt. But well, I'm sure we'll talk about that during the All-Star game breakdown. You have any takeaways from yesterday? Because the only takeaway that I have is that the Timberwolves
0: are still really, really just bad. Yeah, awful, terrible. Good spot for the Timberwolves. Just a and very Chicago.
1: Bad. Chicago's also bad too. But we knew that.
0: Yeah, Chicago, Yeah, we already knew Chicago. But Timberwolves, we we kind of said, hey, they might turn look like they're turning the leaf a little bit, and then they turned the page completely and went back and started reading backwards. So yeah, I'm just done with Minnesota. I can't. Will they blow again? Or were they up 23, 24 at home? And, and, like, it was a really – it was a sizable – like, they had a lead in the fourth quarter, and it was like a 38-19, something like that, fourth quarter. It was ridiculous.
1: Yeah, I know that they led immediately 27-8, to 8, I think, in the first quarter, and they opened up a massive lead, but then they extended it to double digits again in the fourth quarter, and then the entire team fell apart. Mm-hmm. So.
0: <sighs> well, I have nothing else to say on that note. I'm just going to let that be – and we're going to talk about the reason we're here. Because it's All-Star weekend. This is halfway through the season. I mean, after All-Star. Yeah, yeah. technically. I we're mean, about 60 not, games in. It's like two-thirds in. But technically. Yeah, but this is like what everybody calls the halfway point of the season. This is after All-Stars when teams turn it on. And you'll see who wants in it, who doesn't. Who wants to fight for positioning. And who is cool where they're at. So I am 100% dug in. Ready to... Minusly bet All Star Weekend for some reason. I don't think I ever really come in All Star Weekend saying, "Oh, I can't wait to do this" or "I can't wait to do this." I just see props and I go for them. Let's see. I'm I'm trying to kick things off, and let's kick it off with the celebrity game. That's Friday night. It is Team Smith. That's the governor of Utah, I believe. Is he the governor of Utah?
1: That sounds right. He's a politician in Utah.
0: Yeah, so I, this celebrity game has a lot of celebrities I don't know. So it's like, <laughs> I don't know what to say. Yes, Ryan Smith, he is the team captain and governor of the Utah Jazz. Oh, okay. At first
1: glance, by the way, there are a lot more athletes in this event than usual. Usually you just have a lot of actors and singers and, you know, you kind of just see like the Justin Bieber's and the bad bunnies of the world running around and they don't know how to play basketball. But this no, year, bad actually- can hoop, though. Bad Bunny can a little bit, but I'm saying uh, it's more just about Bieber because I know he won MVP a while back. But the point is you used to have maybe a can full of athletes and not many. You have a decent amount of athletes in this field.
0: Yeah, uh, your guy, Francis TFO, this, he's in there. Uh, been repping Bradley Beal around the world. So it, it's good to see that they added him to the celebrity game contest. I'm, and we'll probably talk about him a little bit later. Uh, you also have Team Wade. Dwayne Wade, he is clearly the favorite to win MVP at plus 325. I just think that is just not the sharp bet there. Not like, at all. Dwayne Wade's not, Dwayne Wade's not about to go in here and cook a whole bunch of celebrity game with people. Like, he's going to go play a couple minutes, then he's going to go back to coaching.
1: But... Just for confirmation, by the way, this is a, this is still a fan vote?
0: Uh, I think so. Because I know it
1: used to be a fan vote. You'd have people with... Uh, terrible stat lines. I think it was Kevin Hart who won the MVP like four or five times and you never he didn't, he didn't actually do anything in the game, but people would just vote for him. I'm pretty sure it's a fan vote, maybe not as much as it used to be, but I believe the fans have a pretty strong impact on who actually wins the award. Just keep yeah. that in mind.
0: Let's just go ahead and run off some of the past MVP winners. And we'll start from that four-year stretch where Kevin Hart won that you're talking about. Then you have Wynn Butler, 2016, 2017, Brandon Armstrong, uh, twenty eighteen Quavo, twenty nineteen famous lows, twenty twenty common, and twenty twenty two last year, Alex Toussaint. That's the uh that's the the Peloton guy, ain't it? That's the Peloton guy, ain't
1: it? It might be. So. Uh, truth is, I'm not totally sure, but I know he's in this event again, so he could he's going for back to back. Yeah, I think
0: I'm pretty sure Alex Toussaint is the Peloton guy. Or like some type of uh af, uh workout guy. I'm pretty sure that's what he is. Well, Alex Toussaint's back in here and at twelve to one. I think that's yeah uh, pretty solid odds there, especially for a former MVP seems to do it. But I don't know, man. You have Calvin Johnson in this field; he's plus six fifty. You have, uh, like I said, Francis TFO is fourteen to one. You have uh, DK Metcalf is playing in the game. He's plus 650. The Miz, WWE, he's plus 950. Albert Pujols is plus 950. I think Albert Pujols should be a lot <laughs> higher than plus 950. Uh, Ryan Smith, team captain, he's 15-1. to you have the two WW, not W, but the two WNBA representatives, Diamond DeShields Shields and Arike Umagumawale. They are both 10 to 1. Uh, Corday is 16 to 1. He's in the field. 21 Savage is even in the field at 16 to 1. 21 Savage can't hoop. You should never, ever bet that in your life. 21, 21, 21. He's absolutely <laughs> terrible at hoops. You should never, ever bet that. Uh, Janelle Monet is in the field at 28 to 1. And then you have uh, a lot of other people I don't know. I'm trying to read that, go down. I don't think I know list. them either. Azuna, 16-1. to 1. I don't think
1: any we'll of those see, have, uh, none oh, of them have a shout-out to an MVP, to be honest. like I, yeah. I don't think you're going to see a super- Oh, is this
0: the girl movie? from Shang, Shang-Chi in the Ten Rings? Oh, I like her. Oh, see, oh I hope she can hoop. I don't think I'm so. I was gonna say but, no
1: offense, but I would set her MVP odds a lot higher. That's all I'm saying.
0: Yeah, oh uh, I really would. She's 16 to 1. The girl from the Pools' Shang-Chi. odds
1: are hilarious though. Though he doesn't have a chance. Uh Pools can't run, he can't jump. I don't think Pools has a chance at all at all to even score 15 plus points. I'm not even sure he's gonna score ten. I I'm not sure if Pools can move. Actually, I know the answer to that. He can't move. So how is he supposed to oh, win? Oh,
0: the Jesser, the Jesser guy that be making YouTube videos, uh, he's he's in there. That's the guy
1: that that's not the guy that does the impressions for like 30, like for the last five years. Right. Is that that? Guy? No, no, no,
0: no, no, no. That's not <clears throat> him. This is a white guy. OK, it, this this guy's 25 to one. He actually might be a little bit of a sleeper because I think he let me see. Let me click on this.
1: I still think it's a fan vote. So I'm just assuming they're going to be blinded by either if you're a superstar, just athlete in general, or if you are a well-known actor or whatever. I don't I don't th- think he's known enough. In my
0: opinion, you um, know they really dropped the ball. They should have had flake, fake clay in here. This was the perfect. I thought he was banned from
1: arenas, so I thought he wasn't. Allowed no, he's in.
0: banned from. No, he's banned from the chase okay. He's not banned from all arenas. Okay, they should have had fake clay in here. This would have been it. There's uh, no chance fake
1: clay can hoop, by the way, right? I mean, like probably no
0: chance. I yeah, I think it's a pretty. Safe but that he can hoop. I think he hit one when he was in the arena. Remember he was in the arena shooting around? I think he hit one.
1: Yeah. Sounds about right. But anyway, uh, to, go to, the, to go to the actual MVP odds, I'm not taking weight either. He's going to be coaching half the time. I doubt he's going to be on the court for much of this game. He might just have a brief moment there where he gets a couple shots off, leaves, ovation, and then he coaches. Um, you want to make a case for any of the athletes because – I think Metcalf is probably my favorite favorite to take. Calvin's interesting because he's a great athlete and all, but of course he's been retired for several years. He also did not play basketball at a high school level. He was a football and a baseball player, and I'm sure he ran some track, but he wasn't exactly that uh, involved in basketball for the high school that he was at and for college. So I'm actually going to pass on Calvin. Okay. I think the value is on Metcalf because Metcalf did play high school basketball. We know he's a great athlete. He can hoop. At least as, at least compare it to other athletes here. So don't I mind me. Metcalf I'm just bugging my computer up. It's fine. I think Metcalf's gonna have value at 650 if I had to actually pick a s uh an athlete to an MVP. He'd be my pick. Tiafo is interesting because there was actually a report or an article done on the uh tennis, the official tennis website. And it was talking about how Tiafo plays basketball as, like, a warm-up for tennis. but
0: That's the only athlete I'm going for.
1: I was going to say, a year ago, this came out in, like, March of 2022. He said, quote, I need work. I'm more of a spot-up open shooter. My handles need work, but if I'm open, I'm knocking it down. So that was a year ago. So maybe he's tightened up the handle, but I am a bit concerned about the handle. But I do think Tiafo has some value. So you got to insider information
0: he- on Tiafoe. If he very good insider Intel, and it makes me feel better about my first pick for all-star celebrity MVP. And that is Francis Tiafoe 14 to one. And just because you got to think he had the story, he was going to, what was it? The U S open was the U S open. He made the (laughs) semis of the U S open. Yes. And everybody was rooting for him. He had the Bradley Beal jersey on Bradley Beals at the game. Everybody like, I know Brad Beal gave my boys some pointers. Like I know he gave him some pointers and, if he goes out here and he's talking about he's a sniper and he's hitting that four point Ruffles beater a couple times, he's definitely going to get it. So I'm 100 percent rocking with Francis. If Tina.
1: he hits a random uh, actor or actress with a Bradley Beal triple threat move, I'm going to lose my damn mind.
0: Yeah, like so, which is um,
1: definitely possible, but he's, been, very he's been practicing. So if he's good or not, he's, he acknowledged that he could get better. That was a year ago, once again. But the fact that basketball is a crucial part of his tennis tournament warm-up routine, that means he's on the court a lot, mm-hmm. which helps. I, I, I think my two fa- my two picks are going to be athletes. I'm going to go with Metcalf and I'm going to go with Tiafo. I'm going to keep it simple. Metcalf played high school basketball. That means he's more qualified than about 90% of the other people that are here. And we know Metcalf's a hell of an athlete anyway. If he backs down anybody, it's a free dunk. Like, I don't know how anyone's going to stop Metcalf because he's just absolutely jacked. No,
0: nah, but, but have you seen football players in the gym sometimes? Like, they be like...
1: It might be stiff.
0: It'd be yeah, it just be. Sometimes you know, some some people are cool, but others are just big bodies that are just flaying themselves around. And they, they are, really but the fact that he played high
1: school basketball means he does have some familiarity with organized basketball.
0: Yeah, okay. so that's I, I, I just it's too much of a it's too low of a price for me for Metcalf and Calvin Johnson. But yeah, I'm not Tf1, taking, fourteen I'm not taking,
1: one. That's also the problem. Is that I don't think Metcalf should be the same odds as Calvin when Calvin's past is athletic prime and he has no actual experience playing organized basketball, it's mostly comparing the odds. Metcalf should be a lot lower than Calvin, in my opinion.
0: And then I'm taking previous champ, Alex Toussaint at 12 to one. It just feels like he won it last year. He could easily yep. just do the exact same thing again. And then my last pick, and it's not really a sleeper pick because the odds are terrible, but Everett Osborne, <laughs> May not know who he is. He's an actor. He played in Sisters, pretty good show, like that show, and he played D one ball. Okay. So I'm I'm definitely going back. He has actual like he played at uh, what was it? Uh, Rio, uh, Texas, Rio Grande. Okay. So he actually like has D one basketball experience. Nobody's talking about him. Nobody's, uh, you know, really thinking about him. And he's tall. Uh, what? I mean, that was my what, case it, for
1: Metcalf was high school. You mentioned actual college credentials. Yeah, college D
0: one ball. Yeah, no, he definitely has those credentials. I'm trying to get his height because I know he he's tall, a tall actor. I'm gonna guess he's like six eight Uh, i don't think he's that tall (laughs) he said tall i mean i'm saying like tall like you know six feet is tall to majority of the world not in the basketball world but let me uh let me see here can i get okay how tall is this guy i see six all right it's not tall. you say six four yeah okay yeah, so like that's that's a height advantage over a majority of the field, actually. So, yeah, those are my three. Uh, I wish they had the. I point wish point they point. had the Shang Chi person at like the Shang Chi or whatever freaking movie called Ten Rings. I wish yeah. she was at like a hundred to one, so I could put a dollar on her.
1: I think Team Wade's there. gonna win, just for the record. But I don't know if we have
0: actual spread and uh, money going on to there. But no, we don't. Okay. All right. Oh so, so, so yeah. That's the MVP name. All right, let's move on to the next event of the night. We have the Rising Stars Challenge. I will run down the rosters for the people. You have four teams to pick from. Uh, Team Paul is sporting the lowest odds at plus 160. What is that? Is it 160? Yeah, yep. plus 160 for Team Powell. He has, and again, this is younger NBA players, first or second years, and you have the G League players that they added in there as well. So uh, we have four team Paul, Jose Alvarado, Paolo Bencaro, Scotty Barnes, Jaden Ivey, Benedict Matherin, Keegan Murray, and Andrew Nemhard. Four team Darren, who has plus 195. They are Jalen Green, AJ Griffin, Bones Highland. Walker. Jalen Green's
1: out now. Jalen Green's officially injured. He's been replaced with the Sun
0: Okay. And who was that? What was that? Walker Kessler, Trey Murphy, the third, Alfred Sangoon, and Franz Wagner. And for oh, yeah. Team Joe King at plus 310, you have Jalen Duran. Duran's injured. He's, he's, he's apparently he's not. I was he's gonna say gonna according to the game. NBA
1: website, it says Duran's out and he's been replaced with Tari Eason.
0: Okay, Tari Oh, I like Eason. All right, Giddy, you have Quentin Grimes, Evan Mobley, Javari Smith Jr., Jeremy Sokchan, and Jalen Williams. And finally, for Jalen Williams, no why, by the way. No why. No why. Jason, team Jason is at five to one. Five to one just seems insane. But yeah, Scoot Henderson, um, Mojave King, Kennedy Tlockton Jr., Mac McClung, Leonard Miller, Scotty Pepper Jr., and City Sisko. Sisiko. Sizoko. Yeah, that look, good job, Scott. That look, that sounds it's, like It's a... A soccer last
1: name. I gotta assume he's French.
0: Oh, okay. All right. All right. Well. I really want to go for Team Jason because I like Kenny Lofton Jr. But um,
1: I like him, man. I like Scoot, but I mean, I, I
0: truly think of- I don't think anybody in this field can guard Kenny Lofton Jr. Actually,
1: unless the argument is pride, you know, they're they're a bunch of G League guys. They're just going to come out and just try yeah, to Scoot show, but- Scoot
0: and Lofton Jr. sounds like a pretty good like pretty good combination. I'm not even going to hold you. I just truly don't think anybody. I mean, Walker Kessel is just big, but like uh, Kenny Lofton Jr. is a big guy, man.
1: I think I think it definitely makes a lot of sense that Team Pow is favored. I think they clearly yeah, have a best roster. Like it, yeah. it's not even close. I, but that I, I
0: roster that, never wins. Like the best roster. I never
1: know. Wins. Well, last year the team that won did have Kate Cunningham. So I don't have a historical tracker on this because this event's kind of new with the format. But so far the number one pick did win last year. I know his team wasn't favored, but you're looking at this roster once again for uh, Team Pow, and you have Boncaro, number one pick in the draft. You have Scotty Barnes, Ivy, who is a great athlete, and Matherin. Keegan Murray is a good stretch shooter, and you also have Nemhard. I think I have to take Team Powell. This roster is really, really good, especially for one of these competitions. And it also is worth mentioning that they're fully healthy. The other two teams, not including Team Jason that we talked about, has no Jalen Green. That's a big deal. Number, former number two pick in the draft. I feel like Jalen Green would thrive in this contest because nobody guards anybody. And then you are missing Jalen Duran on the other team. So Powell's at full strength and they have the best roster. I am going to take the favor here.
0: Yep. All right. Hi. I feel am, like there's a sprinkle cool on
1: Jason just for the five to one, but if no, you had to pick who you not. think is going to win, you're probably going to agree with
0: me. No, I'm not going to agree with you. I don't okay, think Kyle's okay. going to win. No, the best team never wins these things. Like, it doesn't. The best I don't team know how many years
1: they've done it. That's that's my, that's my the problem. I don't know how, when you say the best team, they've done it what,
0: once, twice? Yeah, it? but I'm saying, like, who Vegas has listed as the best team. I'm just pretty sure, like, I don't, I don't know. I just don't. I don't think that team is going to live with expectation. I really don't. If I'm looking at the rosters and I'm like, uh, you know, uh, I would have liked to still had the size of Durant, but I have Evan Mowgli, who's going absolutely yeah. insane. I, th- I think my past- runner-up
1: would my runner-up would be Joakim. I have no interest in taking uh, Darren. I have no interest in taking Kid.
0: But- yeah, like I'm looking at. I, I don't know why uh, Joakim Noah's squad is a better price than Darren. And I'm just looking, I'm like, I would say Joaquin Noah's squad over anybody. Jeremy Sochan definitely been able to get going recently. Jawari Smith Jr. needs something to pick himself up. He The, needs problem, something that, to the problem that you have with Team Darren is that
1: you want them to run the offense through shang but they're clearly not going to do that because it's an all-star game. So I'm not sure what shang role even is, but he gives you no rim protection. I think that Team Joaquin has a lot of length and they have a lot of guys who can play two ways once again, that might help later on in games. I'm not sure if that's gonna help out when you're having basically a fast break contest. But I think I'm just gonna go Team Powell. But my runner up choice would be Joe Keem. I'd be a bit shocked if Darren or if Jason won the event.
0: I'm actually very confident that Team Powell's gonna fuck this up because they just have like a really good roster. Like it's too good. They're gonna fuck this up. <laughs> yeah, fun. I'm going with I'm going with uh, Joe Keem at three plus three ten. That's my pick.
1: I think that the move for that event would actually be to bet on both of those teams, and then you're probably going to win. I really don't see the other two teams having a shot, especially with Jalen Green now being out of the contest.
0: Do you? I think Jason has an outside shot. Very outside. Okay. I mean, you're going and for the sleeper Cinderella run, Very outside. But it's not even Cinderella. Like You have Scoot Henderson, who everybody is saying is already an NBA talent. Yeah, it's going to be the number one and i just it's the mindset of those people like look at the people on that roster they're all trying to get in like everybody else on the other three rosters are already there those guys are trying to get in they're trying to get back into the league there's nobody that's actually has a defined spot in the league so that's a that's a pick me up if anything for team jason that they're just everybody there is trying to hunt and trying to go get back in the league and this could be their opportunity right here and that's probably what uh jason's telling them too
1: yeah, I'm just gonna say that I got Pow to win, but I think the best value play by far is Team Noah. Team Kim should not be north of three to one, especially with Darren's team being plus one ninety five. That should be flipped. As far as I'm concerned, Noah should be around like plus plus 190, plus one ninety two to one, something like that. The value play is team is Team Joakim.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Let's see here. What's the next event this weekend? No, before we get to that, I gotta talk to you about WinBet because it's the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, and are active in a bunch of states, including live betting and same game parlays, aka the Win Build Your Own Bet. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. So if you sign up today, you can receive a special offer: bet hundred dollars, get hundred dollars that. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet, limited to state availability. And of course, if you hit the biggest long shot parlay of the week, boom, thousand dollar free credit just for you. So much, choose some. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win to claim your, your special offer today. Officer, change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 20 or older and present state where play through winbet is available. If you were someone you know is a gambling problem, call 1 800 522 4700. And now it's time for our favorite event of the weekend three point contest. There's so many places, there's so many ways to start. There's so many ways to start. I'll go ahead and give you the odds for everybody to win the three point contest. We are looking at Buddy Heald leading the field at plus 420, Damian Lillett plus 470, Jason Tatum plus 550, Kevin Herter also sitting there at plus 550. You have Laurie Markkinen and Tyrese Halliburton both sitting there at plus 650, Tyler Hero at 8 to 1, and Julius Randle ending it out, rounding it out at plus 950, replacing the injured Anthony Simons. So, we have that. We have our odds to get to the final round. I'll spout those out for you as well. To get to the final round, yeah, Buddy Heald, minus 125. Dame, minus 105. Jason Tatum, Kevin Herter, both at plus 130. Laurie Market is plus 150. Tyrese Salibert is plus 160. Tyler Hero is plus 185. And Julius Randle is plus 220. And then, as Jake knows... We're already betting everybody's first round under on the three-point contest. So we have the round one scores up. They finally have them up, Jake. You can go bet this now. Jason Tatum's line is set at 20-and-a-half. Buddy Heald is set at 23-and-a-half. Dame Lillard is set at 22-and-a-half. Julius Randle set at 16-and-a-half. They're actually really hoeing him. Like They're really hoeing him with 16 a sixteen.
1: Are you sure is he going to have enough time to finish the first two
0: rows? Yes, he will. He's not going to Kevin Herter
1: before he takes a three.
0: Kevin Herter is at 21 and a half. Lori marketing is at 19 and a half Tyler heroes at 17 and a half and Tyrese Halliburton is at 19 and a half. And the thought process of all the first round unders is the fact that these guys don't do three point shooting contests. Like they don't just pick up off the rack. That is not something that just comes easy to a lot of people. That is actually very difficult. Some people are catch and shoot guys. Some people are walk-up, spot-up guys. Like, picking it up off the rap and shooting is not common for a lot of these guys. And it's a lot of these guys' first three-point contests. Like, I know Buddy has done one before. I think Dame might have done one before, but I don't think anybody else has done a three-point contest before. Uh, Yeah, I don't think anybody else has done a three-point contest before. So, what... Jake, do you remember what we were last year? I don't know if Jake remembers, but I think it, it was it was green, and it was well into I the think, green. I think, I think it was lost or two. like
1: somewhere in the – I think it was mostly profitable
0: from what I Yeah, I, th- I think it was like only like one or two people. It was – well, one was Cat. Cat got over his, but I think it was like maybe one other person that got over theirs. Everybody else went under and just kind of went to the next again? round. Who Cat
1: won the event? It was Cat? Cat, okay.
0: Yeah, Cat won it. Longest eyes, Cat won the event. Because he remember the interview, he was like, "Check the odds."
1: Yeah, I, I was trying to remember which year because I, I wasn't sure if Curry won it two years ago against Connolly or if that was the last year. But okay.
0: And Jake said he sees a over a bonus bet for over under on the money ball rack, all plus money for under three and a half. Last year, only two people hit the. Oh wow! So we got to find that Moneyball rack prop. Hit me, hit me offline, Jake. Tell me where you found that prop. I, I need that one. Might have to, might have to tap into that, but. First round, three-point contest, unders. You heard it here first. We give it out. Hopefully, we have another great year with it because last year was really good. I swear. I think it was like six and two or something like that. Like, it was really good. All right. Starting with – let's just start with the winner, and we can talk about the final round in a minute, but starting with the winner.
1: First of all, is there any value on taking the final round when you're not even sure? Is there value on that? Or since they got that far, you'd rather just take. Well, them you can
0: you can parlay them. So I think that. Oh, is, you can I think parlay. Yeah, you can parlay the final round. So the only thing you can parlay is the final round, and you can. How many final?
1: How many people in the three. final round? There's three.
0: That's what I thought. Okay. So you can take three people, parlay them, and if you hit the final round, like you excuse me, guess the final round correctly, you're probably walking around with a good amount of cash. Yeah. I think Julius Randle's gonna make it. It's just it's just the narrative. Like, come on, he just got added late. Nobody thinks that he deserves to be there, and he's going to be the person that nobody's betting on that's going to make it like Cat last year.
1: I don't necessarily agree because I just think Randall takes – at least when I watch him play in games, he just takes so much time to actually shoot the three ball. I'm not sure if he's going to have enough time to actually get through all the racks comfortably. He might have to start forcing and the one thing that he can't have happen is you fall behind in the time, and either you don't finish or you have to speed up your mechanics in order to finish. I think Randall's gonna get off to a bad pace to start, just based on how he generally plays. He takes a lot of time when he actually shoots his threes. His his overall release and form can be a little bit elongated compared to others. Are you a bit concerned that he might have he might be falling behind in the clock?
0: no because i mean cat has a long release in form as well and yet cat went out there and did it all last year like
1: does he i think cats is faster than no,
0: i think no he definitely takes his time to wind up his shot for sure it's, it's just that he has the length when people close out on him that it really doesn't matter because the ball's already at its highest point you're not touching it but uh i don't know i i don't know i think i just i'm looking at everybody say Julius Randle's not doing anything in here. And I'm like, oh, okay. I mean, you I think really I don't going, know. You really don't was, know it's because it just yeah. depends who's who feels more comfortable on the rack and who doesn't. Like, there's all these people. Like, I don't think Jason Tatum's going to have a good day because I don't think Jason Tatum feels comfortable pulling the ball off the rack. Like
1: Tatum has done a three-point contest before. I'm not going to pick Tatum either. But Randle, I feel like if you're going to take him, you might as well just take the first round over because the number's at 16 and a half. That's a little bit disrespectful, especially with now the green balls, which are worth like extra, and they they've messed up the rules and they've added like scoring here. You got the money ball rack now. So 16 and a half is incredibly low. I, I don't mind maybe taking an over on a Randall, but you're looking at three guys that are advancing. I don't think Randall's gonna be one of the top three, but I do think sixteen and a half sounds criminally low for a contest which used to be out of thirty. Now it's out of like 35 or 40 at this point. So there's a lot of points to be had. 16 and a half does seem very low for Randall. Let me see. I'll agree with you there. That's my compromise.
0: Um, Let me see if I can get the results of last year pulled up. So uh, that's Cat's final round. Where's the.
1: Pretty beat in the final round? you he beat Kennard?
0: Um, Kennard in there? I think so. No, I don't think so.
1: That was a couple years ago then? I know Kennard yeah. made a deep run in one of them because I had him. Uh, but let me just see if. Oh, well. Anyway, uh, while we pull that up, uh, do you want to make any case for who you think's going to win, or you're just going to take Randall
0: because yeah. of the odds? No, no. So I think no. So I think Randall is being disrespected, and he deserves a look. And then I'm also here, and I, I'm going with the hometown guy and Lori Marketing. Like, why am I not going with the the hometown guy? And I mean, it's not really hometown, but they've adopted him as their own after this incredible season he's having. Lori's sitting there at plus six fifty to win the contest. And I think that he has opportunity to put on, and he's really, really looked good shooting the ball from the outside this year. But ultimately, all these guys have, like, all these guys have looked good from three. So I'm just going with the hometown, hometown angle for Laurie. I really don't have any interest in. Uh, I mean, I guess Dame can get going. I don't know. Dame's been losing a lot, so I guess he'll take this as opportunity to to win something.
1: Jake is confirming what I said, by the way. Canard uh, was in the
0: final round. Okay so round one cj had 19 luke had 24 pat had 21 cat had 22. desmond bain had 18. desmond bain was like one of the favorites to win too mm. i remember that levine had 16. levine was one of the favorites as well well uh, i Anthony, remember
1: levine was somewhat of a favorite but was wasn't he hurt i thought he was playing through an injury and his odds like cratered was he the one that was injured and he was playing through yeah it anyway? i think he
0: had i think he had like a, a knee thing going on but he was like he's doing it anyway. And Trey Young had 22, so... One person got over 23 last year. Yeah. And... I was annoyed because I took Kennard,
1: and then the second round, uh, Cat went crazy, and I never... Yeah, he
0: had 29 final score last round, the second round, so... And
1: I was right, by the way. The max points is 40 per round. So Randall at 16.5 is really just mean. (laughs) At 40, that's really just a mean number. Uh...
0: Tyrese so Halliburton sounds fun, but I just don't think he's I want to take somebody that's done the contest before. Yeah, I guess I'll take Dame as my last one. Dame needs to win something. He doesn't win anything. So I'll do Dame. I'll do a sprinkle on Randall. But Lori is really, really who I think wins. Like I just I'm just going full in homebone Utah angle, and Lori comes out as a champion.
1: I'm trying to think of how many hometown guys have actually won this contest. Probably Mm. probably not many.
0: Yeah, Yeah, but I think for the most part, you don't really have that Corey's not in it this
1: year. Clay's not in it this year, so at least he got that going for you. But I think I'm basically leading to the favorites here. Buddy Heald, I think, is probably my pick uh, just because uh, he's been so, so good from three this year. I believe he just broke the franchise record for single season threes, and there's still like 20 games left. But every time I watch Buddy Heald play, He shoots 80% from three. So if I watch the contest, he's probably going to put up 28 points in the first round. Uh, So give me Buddy Heald. He's just one of those guys. Everyone has one of those guys who, when they watch them play, they can't miss. Buddy Heald never misses when I watch him play. So I'm assuming he's going to have a big round because I'll be watching this contest. I do like Lillard as well. I'm concerned the threes might be too close for Lillard. He's not going to have a guy in his face, so he's going to have easier looks. So maybe that'll throw him off a little bit. And I do like Kevin Herter. I think Herder is valued at 550 uh, just because he's more of a catch-and-shoot guy. I think he could do very well uh, just taking balls off the rack and shooting. Those are my three options. I don't see a serious long shot. I feel like a decent amount of guys can actually win this event. So I'm not sold on really many of the odds here. But I do think you'll probably see Heald, Andash, or Lillard in the final. And I'll take them. And my role player long shot is going to be Kevin Herter. Mm. but buddy has done it before which i think helps out so yeah
0: i mean and and that's really like why i can't go against it too much because he's done it before that's probably why he's the favorite because he's done it before but
1: (coughs) he's also just a three-point specialist to set the franchise record for threes in a season
0: but everybody here is a three-point specialist like everybody i I do not think tatum's a
1: three-point specialist i think he's a pretty good three-point shooter but I think that this type of event it actually pays dividends to specialize and basically only shoot and catch and shoot threes. I, I don't think this contest is
0: for. I tatum. don't think you should lose points if you if you're able to do things other than just through shoot threes. Like just because he can do other. No, it gets things, you a bigger contract, threes.
1: but for, it gets you a bigger contract for the sake of this contest. This doesn't seem like a Tatum contest to me. I know he's done. was the last time
0: somebody that only shot threes won this contest?
1: Uh, Let's look well, at the past Only time. shoot threes. First of all, let me. We, we, are you including I mean, Curry or no?
0: because Curry, no, does Curry doesn't stuff. just only he's obviously I um, mean, of course you'll say a three-point specialist because he's all time leader in three, That's why I'm not like, asking. you wouldn't you wouldn't think of him as a three-point specialist. You think okay, of him so as just I'm, somebody I'm that can shoot.
1: Off. I'm gonna read this off. So you so have you, Steph. Yeah, you
0: have Buddy Healed, who won it before. So okay, there's one Joe Harris. All right, that's a three-point specialist. I'll give you that. 2019: Devin Booker, Eric Gordon, Clay Thompson, Steph, uh, Marco Bellinelli, uh, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Love, like, and cat. Uh, I didn't say cat for 2022. So like, I mean, uh, it's a little. little I don't think that the just bu- the Booker one is that the weirdest one
1: because Booker won a three point contest and then he forgot <laughs> how to shoot. I don't, I don't know what happened. Like Booker's three point numbers just drastically dipped after he won the three point contest. I don't know what that's about, but. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, though. You look at the last couple of years, and Curry, we know, is one of the greatest, probably the greatest shooter of all time. Buddy healed won it before. Joe Harris won it before. Eric Gordon won it before. Bellinelli won it before. James Jones won it before. Uh, he even had like, Capono, who won it a couple of times. I try to lean more to the specialists for me. I'm going to go with Heald. He's won it before, but I just think he's an incredible three point shooter as well. It does seem like a Lillard year where he would just win. Yeah, because Dame's not
0: winning anything, so that's the only reason I'm picking Dame, because Dame doesn't win anything ever, so Uh, Dame probably is going to go out there and try to show out a little bit.
1: I think I would parlay, uh, actually, what are the odds for finalists? It might not be good enough for the odds of Willard and Healed finalists. Yeah, those odds are horrible. Uh, That I can't take, so never
0: mind. Yeah, I don't think both of them get in. I, there I are no, there's no
1: it. value at all for any of these uh final round guys, by the way. Because he'll 125, and like these odds are horrible. Yes, you can parlay him, but I mean that's just that's just I'd rather just put it.
0: I just rather pick the winner. And I'm pretty sure I, I picked saying, the winner because yeah. I think Lori is gonna win. I truly think is gonna win. Okay, so I'm not gonna Laurie, pick Laurie.
1: I'll go with my guys.
0: Lori, I'm on Lori. I will sprinkle on Randall at plus nine fifty. And uh do I really want to take my last little unit and put it on Dame? I think Tali Hero, Talia, Taliburton just don't have the experience. Yes, Tatum hasn't done it either. Uh, yeah, because Julius Randle and Lori haven't done it. So I need one person who's at least done it before. So yeah, I'll go with Dane.
1: Yeah, um, I'm right. just going to stick with the two favorites, and I'll throw in
0: Herder as well. All right. It's Lori is gonna be Laurie. We'll 'Cause I'm very convinced it's gonna be Laurie. You said right, it was gonna be Randall here. when
1: we started, so you gotta make up your mind.
0: No, no, it's no, it's gonna no, I said Randall's gonna have be better than what everybody anticipates because everybody thinks he's gonna go out there and do oh, nothing. I'm
1: taking the over sixteen and a half for Randall because you can get a max score of forty. Like that that's an insanely low number.
0: Well, I'm still not gonna take the over because that's going against our first round unders, but I will not be surprised if he goes over. Well, it's people that go out here and score like twelve. So
1: <laughs> that is true.
0: Like, yeah, but according to last year, you know, that is a disrespectful line because the lowest round was sixteen last year in the first round.
1: So. And Levine was injured, and he put up the sixteen. So
0: yeah, so they are disrespecting a little bit, but we're still we're still trucking with our first round three point contest unders. Okay, next up, let's talk about the dunk contest we have. A field. Matt McClung with the, I guess we're calling him the Philadelphia 76er. So I'm curious if he wears the jersey actually. Uh, plus 150 for Matt McClung. He's the favorite. Jericho Sims at plus 280. Kenyon Martin at plus 290. And Trey Murphy at plus 380.
1: Why is Trey Murphy in this event?
0: He actually has a dunk package. He does. He, does. he, does. he actually does. Yeah he, he, yeah, he has a dunk package. So he's a, um, my homeboy trained him back when he was in high school I believe uh around this area and so he 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 assured me he was like nah he actually does have like a adult package he just you know doesn't have to use it okay I
1: was I wasn't sure if he actually
0: had a package or not nah he nah he's actually a good he probably will I think he'll make the second round potentially everybody's betting Matt McClung I mean, Do you think the
1: judges will do him any automatic favors because he's a non-NBA player, or do they hold it against him? I think
0: if he does does something that – if he attempts a dunk, even if he misses the first time and gets it the second time, if he attempts a dunk that's never been done before, and he says he has two. He says he knows for a fact he has two that's never been done before. I'm 100% positive they're going to give him 50s, 100% positive. Like this is – Matt McClung is putting on for all the white people everywhere that people said that you don't have bunnies and you can't amount to this. He's putting on for all of those people. He has all of those people on his back right now. Matt McClung's about to go out here to show out. Like, I'm not even going to hold you. He's about to go out here and show out. The only thing that I think has going against him is the fact that he is probably going to be a little too overzealous. And if he goes out there and tries some incredibly hard dunks and just doesn't land them, he by rule, cannot win.
1: I feel like McClung is the sucker bet here, and I wanna make a case for him because I think he's the best overall dunker in this field, but at the same point, I feel like it's gonna get held against him.
0: It's like, it's literally only two. It's, it's, only, it's only two options that this goes. He either does something crazy and hits the dunk, does something crazy and misses the dunk. He's either the first or he's last. That's how I look at it. I think he's going to burn out, in my opinion. Like, he's not going to be conservative at all. I don't think he's going to be conservative with his dunk choice. He really at all. shouldn't be
1: conservative unless you basically just have a walk into the second round. But I'm not picking McClung. With a dunk contest, I'm not picking the favorite unless you have Zach Levine or like Aaron Gordon in there. Even Gordon, because he entered a couple times, even without Levine, and that didn't work out. But I feel like it's going to get held against him. You bring in a ringer. For the contest, I'm expecting more out of you. Maybe that's just me. Maybe the people are gonna be more generous about it, but does McClung even really have a following? I know he used to yeah. he still has yes. a following.
0: Yes, I don't he think does? you okay. I don't think you understand the power of a white guy that can hoop and how many people just follow him because of that. Like he has a huge following. He actually got a multi million dollar deal overseas. He didn't take it because that uh, I knew
1: he decided he wanted to stay domestic. I, I, yeah, I knew it, that.
0: Absolutely crazy. He's ridiculous, but <laughs> that is I would have taken, the, ba- taken I, the bag. I would have taken the bag. I would have definitely. Shout out to Bradley Beal. I would have taken the bag. Yeah. Okay. But uh, either way, he's, he, <laughs> he has a huge following. I'll just say that much. Do you uh, think like-
1: Kenyon Martin Jr. actually has a deep dunk contest bag, or is he more of just an explosive poster dunk guy?
0: Hmm. I think he's got a bag. I really think. I mean, I think all these people got uh, somewhat of a bag. It's just, do they hit it? Like, are they going to hit it in this? Big
1: men usually have a disadvantage, but Sims has serious hops. I just can't imagine Sims going between the likes 360. Like, I think there's some limitations to Sims. I think he's going to go for more of the power angle. So I'm not going to pick Sims. No offense to your Knicks, but I think that I, I didn't the pick some guys are better con are better options. I think my main pick's probably going to be Kenyon Martin Jr. McClung, I want to take, but I'm not sure if there's value on him because as we said before, he could just blow up and it wouldn't totally shock me. We saw Jalen Green blow up a couple of years ago and we thought he was going to cruise into the win. I'm going to go with Kenyon Martin Jr. I just like his overall dunking ability. I think he's definitely got a solid dunk package in my opinion. And he's also got a blend of athleticism and power, and I think that could definitely win some voters. Are you making a case for Trey Murphy?
0: Yeah, Yeah, I think Trey Murphy has... I, I'm just going off of insider information, and, I, and I've heard that Trey Murphy is going to put on a show. So okay. uh, I'm I'm splitting mine up between Trey Murphy and Matt McClung because at this point, like, come on, we're not going to overthink this. Matt McClung has – we've seen the videos on TikTok. We've we seen the videos on social media, all that stuff. If Matt McClung comes out there and hits those dunks, he's getting automatic 50s, like automatic 50s. So it – I'm just not going to overthink it. The only thing that can set him back is if he tries the crazy hard Duncan doesn't hit it. But, like, other than that, he should really cruise through this contest.
1: I feel like a lot of people are going to bet on McClung, and I haven't seen him play since Texas Tech. So I'm not exactly going to take him, but we'll see what happens.
0: He played for the Lakers one time.
1: Yeah, I know. I'm sure he had a 10-day. Yeah, He looked really good in those, like, three minutes per game that he played. I, once again, I haven't seen him play since Tech.
0: Uh, yeah, it's McClellan and Murphy for me. I'm not thinking too hard about this one. All right. Let's see here. What's next on the docket? We have the all-star game and this year it will be different because I believe it's the day before that they will be picking the team. So um, it's not like previous time where you knew what the team, who the teams were beforehand. They are picking the teams the day before. And so it's Giannis versus Team Giannis versus Team Braun. We'll see about what Giannis is actually doing, if he's actually playing, or, like, that was just precautionary why they took him out the game last night. But other than that, it's still Team Giannis versus Team Braun. First overall pick odds. Luca is the favorite at plus 150. Then it's Kyrie Irving at plus 300. Joel Embiid plus 400. Jason Tatum plus 550, Jokic at six to one, John Morant 10 to 1, Donovan Mitchell 10 to 1, Laurie, Shea, and Anthony Edwards all at 40 to 1. Does Luka I mean does not Luka? Does Braun, because Braun has the first pick, he had the most votes in the fan vote. Well, does you're Braun starting with MVP.
1: Luka? I'm gonna ask you now. Not
0: MVP, that's that's first overall pick.
1: Oh, sorry, first so. overall pick. Sorry. Um I just think it's gonna be Luka. Like, Jokic is favored to an MVP, and the straw poll suggests that he's running away with it again. Uh, and he's now minus 250 to win the award. But this is not – the All-Star game is just not built for Jokic because it just involves running up and down the floor. There's no defense. Jokic, I don't think, has much value in it. So I think it's just going to be Luka because Luka can hit a bunch of threes. Luka's also viewed as being a phenomenal isolation player. I just think it's going to be Luka. You? I'm
0: going go on, Kyrie. It's Bron.
1: It's Bron. You think just because of uh, recruitment for the offseason?
0: Yeah, like he goes he goes and gets Kyrie. He's going to go and get Kyrie first. Like, Bron doesn't care about, you know.
1: Kyrie's undefeated in this, so I can't – I mean, LeBron's undefeated in this, so I can't even say he doesn't care. You mentioned the yeah. first overall pick. I was going to go straight to the spread and the money line. We don't even have the rosters. I'll take LeBron. Giannis might not play. He has a wrist sprain. He hurt his knee the other day. I think there's automatically value on LeBron because Giannis should not be playing in this game. It's at roughly three.
0: What? Oh, the game? Oh, no, the game was always... I, I think Braun opened up as a dog, actually, and then got bet up to a favor. Like, it was always betting on Team Braun, like, if you have to bet the game. But let me, I'm trying to figure out... Oh, oh, he drafted Giannis first last time.
1: First pick, though, I'm going with Luca. I'm not really going to overthink this. I just think at the end of the day, you'll probably see Luca go first because he's the... Future face of the league and yada yada, and I could see Giannis taking him and LeBron taking him. So I think Embiid might be worth a look, maybe as being the first overall pick, just because of the fact that he's unstoppable and and Embiid could have a massive game. He is battling a bit of an injury though, which could definitely keep people away from taking him. He stated publicly, I think, that he might he consider not playing in this event. So keep an eye on that. But I think Luka is going to be the first overall pick. Uh, potentially Jaw. Keep an eye on Jaw. I think one team could potentially take him first because the All Star game is really just built for Jaw's skill set, where he's going to run to the rim the entire go- the entire game. He's going to finish in traffic. He'll have some highlights. So I think Jaw's maybe a sleeper there, but I think Luke is going to be first pick. Do you know?
0: What? Do you know I was talking this entire time and didn't realize that I wasn't in the room anymore? I don't know how I got kicked out in the room, but I was talking the whole time didn't realize I was in it.
1: So anymore. I was actually hearing silence for a little while, and I thought that you were thinking. And then I looked back, and I was by myself because I was looking at the uh, tabs of the odds. I didn't realize that you booted out either. But either way, uh, I got Luca first pick. My sleeper pick is Ja just because I think that this event is perfectly set up for josh skill set. He's going to run to the rim. He's going to dunk a lot. I think there's some value there. I mentioned Embiid, but Embiid has been battling an injury. And I know he initially said he thought about not participating in this event. And I kind of wonder if that scares off some people, but I'm going Luca first pick.
0: I feel you know? like you have to sprinkle on Jokic, plus 650 first pick, like I just
1: think it's. I think that the the format's a horrible setup for him. Yeah, but it's but that has nothing
0: it. to do with picking the guy first overall. Like that's if we're talking MVP eyes, then we could talk about that being a horrible format. But it's literally just who these guys want on their team. And at this point, Jokic is a walking triple double, and at this point, favorite to be MVP. So why would he not pick him first? I feel like there's just value there. I
1: I just don't think there is because I just think based on how the format is set up and the amount of fast break points, Jokic is not really going to do much because he's not going to cross half court in half of these possessions.
0: And you think any, do you think they care about that?
1: I think when they should. Le, these... LeBron's undefeated. Like I think LeBron actually is trying to win this every year. I think um, LeBron takes it seriously. Giannis, I know, has taken it seriously in the past, but now he's injured, so I'm not exactly sure. But I don't think LeBron's taking Jokic in the first round. Let's put it that way. Your Kyrie angle makes sense though, but I think it'll probably be Luca if I had to guess.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I guess I don't know. I, this is all for fun, but I, I just think that's plus plus six fifty for somebody that's the MVP, and they're just picking guys. Like if we were talking MVP odds, we're about to get to that in a second. I would understand that. I just think that these just guys just pick who they want to play with, and. I wouldn't be surprised if I said, yeah, let me play with this guy who was a two-time MVP, and he's averaging a triple-double this season. I could see him now. Well, this guy, he's a, you know, two-time reigning MVP. He's averaging a triple-double in the season, and he's doing a lot of great things. He owns the one seed in the West, so uh, I'm going to pick uh, Nikola Jokic as my first pick. Like, I can just hear him saying some bullshit like that, like – but I'm not even a Jokic guy. I'm going to sprinkle on Jokic plus 650. Okay.
1: I have no interest in Jokic for this event, uh, for the MVP. I, I, as far as I'm concerned, I think that this form Again, is
0: first overall pick, not MVP. This is first yeah. overall No, pick.
1: I'm saying you're talking about first overall pick, so I can maybe argue there. Yeah, but yeah. I, think, I, can, I think we can first agree. First overall
0: man. pick, that's all we're talking about. Yeah, now we we're can, about to talk about MVP. I think we can agree
1: about. for Jokic, just to go quickly on the MVP stuff. We think that he's a sucker bet for MVP.
0: Let me read off the MVP odds real okay. quick. Braun plus five fifty. Gian, uh, Giannis plus six fifty. Joel plus six fifty. Dame Kyrie both plus seven fifty. Luca and Tatum are ten to one. Jaws eleven to one. Donovan Mitchell is fourteen to one. Jokic is sixteen to one. Shea is twenty one to one. Uh Pascal Siakam's 25 to one. Lori is 28 to 1. Lori and Anthony Edwards both 28 to 1. You have Paul George and De'Aaron Fox, 40 to 1. Bam Adebayo, Jaron Jackson Jr., DeMar DeRozan, Drew Holiday, Julius Randle, Jalen Brown, Tyrese Halliburton, and Demonis Sabonis, all 90 to 1. My I've had I've locked in my MVP pick for a long time now. Super easy for me. It's Donovan Mitchell at 14 to 1 donovan mitchell has everything that you need to be successful in the all-star game plus you add that you know he's the utah guy and they still like him in utah
1: yeah i think mitchell definitely makes sense for the narrative the problem was we also backed the narrative on mitchell last year because the game was in uh well actually he wasn't on cleveland yet but yeah never mind uh, i forgot that he wasn't officially on cleveland at that point but I think that makes sense for the value. uh, If you want to talk about motivation angles, and we saw him against Utah in Utah earlier this year, and I believe he dropped a 40 piece. So you can definitely make a case for that. I'm trying to think if I actually want to make a case for any of the favorites. Giannis is a sucker bet because he's probably – I don't think he's going to play. So Giannis at 650 doesn't make any damn sense, so I'm not interested in him. Jokic, I'm not taking. Uh, Besides that – I mean, you could get. You want to look for starters. I think Mitchell makes sense because he's starting. Uh, do you think that it, the winner has to be on a winning team? Yeah. Luckily, though, it's a random draft, so your odds are kind of 50-50 on that, if he's on the winning team or not. So I think Mitchell has value at the current number. I think if I had to pick anybody else, I think there is value on Jaw, just because Jaw is going to constantly charge the rim and no one's going to stop him. So I might be able to have Westbrook numbers in the All-Star game where Westbrook was putting up massive stat lines because he would just outrun everybody and dunk, and nobody was trying to meet him at the rim. So I think there might be some value on Ja, uh, who's also starting. Uh, Do you think there's value on Embiid, or do you have the same argument for Jokic where it's an up-tempo game? Joel's going to take his time going up and down the court. He's not going to get the ball enough.
0: Yeah I, yeah, I just don't think. I think I'm looking for people that are not only able to score at the rim, but able to shoot a lot of threes, be able to fill up the stat sheet, specifically in the points aspect. And, I mean, what Joel has going for him is that nobody's really going to stop him at all, but I just don't think that they're going to feed him down low all the time. So
1: I can't even think of the last center that actually won MVP. Giannis is like a unicorn, so you can argue Giannis, but he's not really a center, you know? I think if I was going to go for anybody else, I already mentioned Ja. The three-point shooting isn't really there, but still, I think that he's got a pretty good sleeper option at 11-to-1. I'm taking Lillard. I think Lillard's got value. You mentioned the three-point shooting. We saw Curry win the award last year because he made like 14, 15 threes. I think Lillard's going to win something. And we talked about the three-point contest. I'm going to use the Denzel philosophy. I'm leaving here with something. I I think Uh that... Uh, Lillard wins something here. So give me Lillard at plus 750. If he gets hot from three, he can drop 40. That's good enough for me. But the two biggest sucker plays, in my opinion, are Giannis and Jokic.
0: Um, so I'm going to Mitchell, 14-1. I am... Hmm. I want to sprinkle on Shea because I want them to be like, Shea deserves something.
1: But I don't think that they would ever give the award to a bench player.
0: He's not a bench player. Is he starting? Yes, he's starting. He replaced. Oh, Stafford. he
1: ended up starting because he's replacing. Yeah, that's right. I'm. Lo- I'm looking at the uh, original starters, so I forgot who. No. So
0: the starters. Him. So the starters are uh, everybody that was in that first overall pick: odds, Luca, Kyrie, Joel, Jason, Nikola Jokic, uh, Donovan Mitchell, John Shay, Shea, uh, Anthony Edwards, and Lori. Okay. So Darvin Mitchell sprinkling on him at fourteen to one. I want to sprinkle on Ja, but it's the fact that this is like a slash media thing. Oh um, well. they, they don't like the Grizzlies. Yeah. They don't nice. like they don't like Ja or Kyrie. And I really do think those two have pretty good opportunities to have really good games. I,
1: I actually think you're on to something there. I, I think I'm gonna pass on Ja and I'll switch it to Mitchell. I, that's yeah. a good. I, I forgot yeah.
0: about the media reaction. Yeah, okay. and and just looking at the voting, like he didn't get. He got. I think he was the third fan voted guard, maybe fourth fan voted guard after Shea. It was something like that. So Donovan Mitchell, I'll sprinkle on Laurie because I feel like I have to. And I mean, I, it just feels like if Luca goes, if Luca goes off in this game, they're going to give it to him automatically. Like if Luca has. 30 points in this game. It's an automatic Luka. I'm
1: I think something it also depends win. on if they win the game. So yeah. that's I'm why it's Luka. really annoying to bet this right now because you don't know what the roster – you know what the actual lineups are, which which sucks. I'm assuming Team LeBron's going to win, but you don't know who's playing for Team LeBron besides LeBron. I'm just going to stick with two. Uh, I pivoted off of Ja. I'll go with Mitchell at 14-1, to 1, and I'll go with Leward at 750. Those are my only two MVP bets. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Luca at 10-1, to Mitchell at 14-1, to and I will sprinkle on Laurie at 28-1. to I think it's Donovan, man. I think it's Donovan. Like, that's going to be my – I feel very, 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 very decent that it's Donovan. All right. And then, I mean, the game, we know we're going to Team Braun. Braun hasn't lost. It doesn't matter. We don't know what the teams are, but we're just going to assume Braun wins. I want you to hit on, before we get up out of here, the – total because you have a great system for the total and it cashes for you all the time with the new ending.
1: Yes. Yeah, so last year I was in the impossible spot of it sounds fake, but it's true. I won a total in the NBA before the game was over. Which sounds impossible because you can have overtimes and whatever. You actually cannot have overtimes anymore. Uh I won automatically because they have the Elam ending now in honor of Kobe. So if you want some advice on the total here, live bet the under after the first quarter or after the first half, and you can really get some automatic winners because there's only a certain amount of points that you can score in the fourth quarter because of the Elam ending. So you're automatically capped off at a maximum of X amount of points in the fourth quarter. So my advice to you is, I don't see value in overs anymore for the All-Star Game because you're basically missing half of a quarter or an entire quarter at this point based on how the flow is supposed to go. So my advice for you on totals for Elam stuff, wait until basically halftime, take a second half under, or just take a live under after the first quarter. Because I think we agree, you're going to see a track meet, the game's going to slow down as the game progresses like it always does. But the fact that there is a built-in first team to 24 points wins in the fourth quarter... Means you're getting virtually no points in the fourth quarter, and last year I automatically won an, an under bet before the fourth quarter was even played. That's impossible. That's like basically impossible to do, but it happened last year. My advice would be live bet the under in the All Star game.
0: All right, Scott. Anything else for people before we get up out of here?
1: Not really. Uh, I won't be watching any of this. I'll be watching the UFC. So hopefully I win my bets. I'll watch it. I'll watch the highlights and whatever, but. I'm not really a big All-Star Weekend guy. I used to be when the dunk contest was actually good. Uh, The three-point contest has kind of taken over as the main showcase, but they also added so many extra rules with the money ball Rack and the Mountain Dew Green Ball, and it feels like they're just trying too hard. It seems a bit too gimmicky for me. So the main thing I'll say is find me on Twitter, Rice Show Radio. Uh, Find me on the Tennis Podcast as well. Uh, Besides that, though, I'll be watching UFC, but hopefully our bets win.
0: All right. Well, I hope yours don't win because you're on the opposite side of me, but I hope mine's win.
1: Okay. We're, <laughs> we're both for Mitchell MVP.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We can, we, we can share that. We can share that. All right. He's going to win, hey, man. Come on. Like, ah, uh, if you guys don't vote, I'm going to be like voting Donovan Mitchell for MVP a million times. We'll, we'll, give, we'll work out some
1: compromises. Like I'll give you some of the other events and I'll take a celebrity game. MVP.
0: Okay. As long as, as long as one of, one of us hit every event, we're good. We overlap
1: on Tiafo and we overlap on Mitchell. So let's see what happens.
0: Man, parlay to two. Parlay to two. Do it. Go ahead and do it. There's right, no yeah, way everybody. that's going to be legal on that book.
1: <laughs> There's no way they're going to let you parlay the two things. But, you know, who knows?
0: All right, everybody. Look. Appreciate y'all first half of the season. We're going to keep it rolling and have a great second half and playoffs of the season. If you are not, make sure you subscribe to the NBA Gambling Podcast on YouTube, anywhere you get your podcast. Make sure you leave a review. Make sure you like. Make sure you do all of that stuff. Follow us on Twitter. He's at Russia Radio, bat really batreliore, underscore, underscore. The page is at SGPN NBA. Other than that, nothing else to say, nothing else to do. Just going to go ahead and end the podcast like this. We are out of here. we